Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren, and I'm excited to bring you another episode today primarily centering around the brain and peak performance. If you're a regular listener of the Success 101 Podcast, you know that I love the field of neuroscience and how we're going to use the brain and different brain hacks out there in order to allow us to hit peak success and peak performance. And I love brain-based behavior because we can use that to help us continue to leverage success and peak performance over time and continue to build in certain neurological pathways over our lifetime that allow us to become successful on a higher level than maybe we even thought possible. And every day when you go out, that perfect day or that perfect mold that you're trying to create each day that we're trying to use to shape our lives around and build toward our goals. We'll do whatever it takes within reason to get there, right? But what I want to focus on today is how we can use the brain, the leveraging of the brain and the understanding of the brain to do that. And Scott Halford, you're going to hear a lot about him today and his research around the brain and brain-based behavior. And he's got a book out right now called Activate Your Brain, which is awesome. And it's all about brain-based behaviors and traits and neuroscience. And also, you're going to hear me talk about having discussions with our brain, which I'd never thought about it this way before. But we need to have discussions with our brain to get to these key levels of performance each day. And if you're tuning into this podcast today, I'm sure it's because you want to achieve some level of peak performance. But understanding the brain and how it helps us drive forward to hit peak performance and how that all goes back to the architecture neurologically to how our brain functions, we've got to understand that we can do that without really knowing and understanding all of these scientific neurological terms and phrases. None of that is as important as just understanding the simple concept that if we leverage our brain to work for us, we're going to be a lot better off because we're going to use the brain to work smarter and not harder. We're going to get higher levels of performance because people typically that can do that have better success. But Scott Halford says, look, we make it way too hard. You really have to focus on how memory builds in the brain and memories will erode over time if we don't lock that in. And I think we all know that. If you don't use it, you lose it. But there are these neurological pathways that you're creating and you can use those in your favor, but the brain's memories really will erode over time. And memories lock themselves in in very interesting ways in your brain and they lock themselves in in the most efficient ways when you study and try to memorize what you're focusing on. And when people say they have a hard time remembering things such as people's names, that's a pretty common one out there in the social world, the idea would be to ask how much focus do you put on it? Our brains really are made to remember things. We just have to put a little more focus and effort on it. But if we're not doing that day in and day out, if we just keep saying we have a hard time with names or have a hard time remembering things or getting organized, guys, look, whatever we focus on, that's what we're going to lock into that frontal cortex of our brain. And the more you use it, the more you lock that in, the more efficient you're going to be at that. And it is an ongoing process. It doesn't just happen overnight. You do have to train your brain. And these neurological pathways that we're trying trying to keep sharp, those will go away as we get older. So think about this concept, like I said, of remembering people's names or really any other memorization idea. If you really go and focus on that and you're attentive to that, how much better off are you going to be? Your brain will work beautifully whenever you really focus on it and you're really attentive to these neurological pathways that you're locking in. You're going to set neurological pathways faster. You're going to be better at memorizing things more. You're going to set better habits because now you're focused on it. But if we keep just walking around saying, hey, I'm not great at this. I've never been great at this. You're never going to get there. 
There's a lot of people that say that. It's hard for me to remember names or remember certain things, but yet they can remember the batting averages of their favorite players over the last 20 years on their favorite baseball teams, right? I mean, we just act so strangely sometimes as adults and what we complain about because we really just don't put things into practice. But think about this idea about having discussion with your brain and saying, I've got to perform at this. Let's lock this in. I've got to excel at this. I can't just keep saying that I'm not good at this. How are you doing with that? And when it comes to this idea of how the brain works, there's really three sections of the brain that you may have heard me mention before. And we have to understand these if we're going to get to the higher levels of peak performance that I talk about on this podcast. There's the base level of the brain down by the brain stem, and that's on autopilot. It's your automatic systems, your perspiration, your respiration, your breathing, some of your more neurological and motor skills that are automatically locked in that we don't really have to think about at all. But then you've got your middle part of the brain, and that's what researchers call your mammal or your animal part of the brain. That's where the majority of our instincts are, and that's where we also store habits, both good and bad. That part of the brain scans the environment five to seven times per second as it looks for what's dangerous out there around us. Any threats that might be coming our way, and it's really that part of the brain that in the heat of the moment, during the day, when you've got a lot on your plate, when you're juggling a lot of different things, that's the part that typically gets into the whole squirrel mentality, the distraction mode that we talk about where you're not getting into deep work. And Scott Halford says if you're not getting into deep work, you're allowing that instinct part of your brain to jump from task to task and keeps us from getting the positive results that we're looking for. That's also where a lot of your cortisol and adrenaline triggers are that you've heard me mention before. Cortisol and adrenaline are both your stress hormones, and those aren't always bad per se, but usually it's going to lead you to being tired and unhappy and generally just not making great decisions overall. So we want to get that part of the brain under control each day where we can make great decisions, we can get into deep work, and allow ourselves to be more locked in and disciplined and not just reacting all the time. Then the third part is the front part of your brain. That's more of the human part of your brain. That's where really deep, detailed decisions are going to be made. And this is the part that can really overtake and overcome that middle part of the brain. And you need to have negotiations and conversations with this part of your brain, believe it or not, in order to get into that deep work that we're looking for. This kicks in a lot when you're overspending, for example. And you guys know I love Amazon.com. But I got to where I was on Amazon so much and got used to clicking around on there that I would just click on there and order things. I see it, boom, response. I see it, boom, response. And then I start buying things. But the front part of my brain sometimes would kick in when I would get to the checkout. That prefrontal cortex would help me to have that humanistic, pull-me-back-to-center type focus that says, don't order this thing, don't waste your money on that, or don't jump back into ESPN for the 10th time in an hour when I'm trying to work hard, don't jump back into my emails for the 10th time in 30 minutes when I'm trying to work hard. Guys, that's the front part of the brain that's talking some sense into us. There are parts of your brain that are working at times, which is the base section of your brain and the middle section of your brain. Those are firing pretty much all the time, but the front part of your brain is not always being engaged to the levels that we want it to be for our good. And there's obviously certain hacks you can put into place each day to help re-engage with that part of your brain, such as reminders, certain strategies and systems that you can put in place to help you. You've heard me mention before Tom Rath's books, Eat, Move, Sleep, and Are You Fully Charged? And those are great books that go into the idea of what are you doing with your nutrition? What are you doing with your sleep? What are you doing with your activity? And how you're going to use those things to really engage with all the things we talk about here today. It's also going to help you with your willpower because we know that willpower is finite. It's not always on. It's not always automatic. And it has to be used wisely 
and we really have to use it for our best interest in the hours that we know our willpower is at its strongest. And that willpower is defeated by what? The middle part of the brain. But it's going to get the tunnel vision and the focus whenever we use the front part of our brain. But I want you to hear me say this. We're not going to use this in the way that it's designed to be unless you say, I've got to be on right now and I've got to be fully engaged. But how are we going to do that if our brain is in this brain fog state that we get into or just a really distracted state? You've got to be eating, moving, and sleeping the right way. What does your diet, your sleep, and your movement look like right now? You've really got to check in on that and say, look, I am not going to allow this middle section of my brain to take over and get me into this distracted state. I'm going to take charge of my day. I'm going to use the front part of my brain to do what it was designed to do and reach the levels I'm trying to get to each day. And there's also a lot of myths around the brain, guys. You've probably heard before many times that we only use about 10% of our brain. And that is absolutely not correct. Your brain is always working. And you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards, depending on what you're doing. But that front part of your brain... That is what that stat more so refers to. We only use about 2-10% to 10 of that part of our brain if we're lucky. The rest of the day we're just reacting to things. Where we're just getting pulled away from the things that we should be doing. And that's pretty fascinating to me. 2-10% to 10 of that part of the brain actually leads to deep high level performance decisions and keeping us engaged. That is not good for most of us. And we've got to know that the brain is also energy intensive. We can't just go, go, go because our brain power is finite. We've also got a clue into these ultradian rhythms that you've heard me mention before. 30 minutes, 60 minutes of deep work. Generally, people that are rocking it each day, they can go about 60 minutes each day before they have to take a break. Most people aren't like that. Most people are around 20 to 30 minutes before they get distracted and have to peel off and go do something else. And you have to go rest your brain. Our brain is on all the time, though, guys. We're not just using 10% of our brain. It's constantly working. You may just be doing a lot of really inefficient and distracted work because you're not realizing that you're not engaged with what your brain is really doing, especially in the frontal part of the brain. And we've got to realize that this middle section of our brain is going to kick in if we're not engaged with this. And we're going to leave each day thinking, man, I didn't get as much done as I should. I was really inefficient. I really wasted a lot of time. And not to mention, guys, this gets more difficult as we get older because our brains are shrinking over time. That ability to turn on the front part of our brain actually gets harder as we get older. And I thought it was fascinating whenever I found out that your brain only grows up until about age 25 or 30. That's about it. And then it starts this slow, gradual shrink. And that happens even faster if you're not engaging your brain and you're not engaging in new things. People in the healthcare community could tell you that firsthand. They watch people retire a little younger in life that are busy and active normally, but then all of a sudden there's a lot of issues with brain shrink over time because they're just not active. They're not engaging their brain each day. And we don't need to master this. Again, we don't have to be neuroscientists to figure this out. We just need to be good at understanding that the middle part of the brain is going to take over and allow us to do things that we don't want to get sucked into if we're not attending to this. Just check in each day with your brain and that's going to help you excel. You're going to have those quantum leap possibilities to grow in your business that are not just little small wins. Even though those are important too. Darren Hardy in The Compound Effect talks about this gradual growth and how important that is. Stephen Coulter talks about that in his book, The Rise of Superman. How much better off we'll be if we just get a little bit better each day by about 4%. 4% better today, 4% better tomorrow, 4% better the next day. And how we're going to use our brains wisely in order to do that. But cluing in on your brain and being focused on it is actually going to give you that quantum leap in your business. As many business researchers talk about, because we're in more of a focused mode many more times than we're not. 
And there's a research study that you may have heard me mention before in some of my episodes that was just fascinating to me where they brought people into this research study and they had them do these finger tapping exercises. And they brought them in a month later and the people that had actually done it and actually stuck with it and practiced it and learned it, the gray matter had grown after just one month. Just something as simple as a finger tapping exercise. What are you doing to set up your overall environment to push your performance to the next level each day and key in on this brain performance and how we have to communicate with our brain to where we don't get sedentary in our thinking and just get older faster. And if you're a young person out there in your 20s or 30s and you already feel pretty sedentary or that you're in brain fog or lethargic each day, imagine how you're going to be whenever you get older. Scott Halford would say if you want to know how your brain and your actions are going to look when you're in your 70s, take a look at your brain today. It's a compounding effect that doesn't go away. It just continues to get worse and worse if you're already in that situation and don't do something about it. I think many of us out there could look back and say, yeah, I used to work out more. I used to be way more active than what I am today. I competed more. And I think we would all say that we're not as in shape as we used to be. And like I said, guys, if we don't work on it, it's only going to get worse. There's no doubt, like I mentioned, if you're listening to this podcast, you likely have a very busy and active life, whether that's personally or professionally. But we don't want to harm ourselves or harm our brain and get get to this older state faster in our younger days only to have it affect us even more in the future years as it compounds. You may have also heard me mention before my fascination about these chemicals that the brain releases. There's four big chemicals that our brain releases when we're in high activity modes that we want to lock in on each day. The first one is dopamine. That's the captain of the ship. That's when you feel awesome. You feel on top of the world. And dopamine is the big one we want to clue in on. But there's also oxytocin. There's epinephrine. Then you've got serotonin. And you may have heard me coin the phrase in an earlier episode, DESO, D-E-S-O. And that's what I want you to think about when you're getting into these episodes where you are just crushing it. And these chemicals are filling up in your brain. The dopamine, the epinephrine, the serotonin, the oxytocin. Those are the things that are going to help us to thrive Then you've got the other side of the chemicals, the more stressful chemicals, which can be good or bad, surprisingly. But most of the time we use those as negative chemicals. You've got cortisol. You've got adrenaline. Those fight-or-flight type chemicals that come up in our body. These are stress hormones. Stress can push us to higher levels, but stress also allows us to burn out quickly whenever we're not managing it the right way. We're going to be tired. We're going to be irritable. We're going to get into the negative self-sabotage way of thinking. The fight-or-flight reaction is not how you want to run yourself. And we've got to control this because our body tends to take the path of least resistance and we will get sucked into doing the things that we don't want to do when stress comes on us. And sometimes we don't even notice those stressful chemicals are being released. It's just an underlying level of stress. And I would encourage you to really check in on this for yourself. What are you doing right now with your eating and moving and sleeping? How are you renewing your brain? If you just think of your brain as one big muscle and you're not really mindful of the way it works, then we've really got a clue into these three areas of the brain and how those are going to allow us to get to where we want to be, but then also how we are sabotaging ourselves each day. Again, eat, move, sleep. I can't say it enough. Those things are going to help our brain tremendously when it comes to where it counts. Then keep in mind, if we only have a limited amount of time each day to engage the front part of the brain, we have to clue in to how all of this works. Otherwise, the middle part of the brain is going to kick over and you know where things go from there. 
Make sure you're having those discussions with yourself. I'm going to rest the right way. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to let these chemicals release in the way that they were designed to do as I'm knocking things off. And I'm just not going to get sucked into being an ESPN for the 10th time in the next hour. Our brain will take the path of least resistance if we don't mind it. And we will get pulled away from the path that we're trying to go down. Let's release that DSO, the dopamine, the epinephrine, the serotonin, the oxytocin. Have a great week and continue to report into me on how things are going with you because you know I love your comments that you're sending in constantly, and I love to hear how you're using these ideas for your betterment and leverage your brain for continued success that you're looking for. Thanks so much.